Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I could see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, papi. Take it over here. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. It's been on my mind. So, um, you know, this your girl from Detroit. Me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. What's up, y'all? Who's this? Can you hear me? I can hear you. T to the motherfucking K. What up? Oh, what's good? What's good, man? <laughs> this shit is crazy. I ain't never expected to call. Yeah, I'm a busy dude, dog. When I get around, oh man, this is yeah, you crazy. got time to talk? Yeah, I got time to talk right now. Okay, cool. So, what's the situation? Tell me about it again. All right. So basically. I've been with my girl pretty much since high school, high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And I recently, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. We're both from Brooklyn, New York. I recently located down in Charlotte, North Carolina. I try to be mm-hmm. a little more independent and whatnot. It's cheaper down there. Right. And I'm fucking loving it, man. Right. I just get a lot for the most part of my life. I really ain't, you know, never lived. Ain't come from much money. Ain't never really traveled much. But, you know, I listen to your show, and she's definitely one of the women you talk about. Mm-hmm. That's a keeper. You know, one that sometimes came a little bit too early for guys. Right. I'm just in this spot right now where it's like, she's a good one. She's holding me down. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if subtle is the right word. All right, but... Shit, I'm feeling like I want to have fun. Mm-hmm. How old are you? That's the right move to make. We're going to figure all this out in a second, if it's the right move or not. You know, um, how long have you been down on your job down there? Um, About four months now. I've been okay. in Charlotte since last October, but mm-hmm. the job I got now is First good one I've been with them about yes three four months now. Okay, so basically you want to kick it with her because you feel some type of loyalty because you've been together since high school and all that kind of stuff. Now I'm gonna give you different. I'm gonna give you a couple different stories in life about a situation like that. See, life is really about a journey as. It has its valleys and it has its, basically has its highs and its lows. And my advice to uh, most people, especially young kids like yourself, is to travel this great world. Less, uh, not much stress. Have sex. Get your passport stamps um, stacked up around the world, and then you have something to offer a woman, save your money, 
and you have something to offer. Then there's another chapter in your life lessons. One of the other chapters are you can take that same girl and you can build together, build together over a lifetime and achieve and pretty much say, um, we did this together as a crew, as a, as a family. Those things are two powerful choices that you have to make in life. The, the, the crazy thing is, I will always bet on me because women come and you. go. That's a fact. See, right. Women come and go. And just like you have this one that's nice. How you doing? This one is nice and loyal that she can hold you down. I really feel in like you would meet another motherfucker that probably could do it ten times better <laughs> at the same time. That's just reality. The thing about it is it's based on your swag, it's based on your conversational skills, it's based on can you motivate, can you uplift women? Meaning, if you're a fat, sloppy type nigga, you don't wash your socks, you got teeth missing and shit. <laughs> And you got to drive a fucked up car and that bitch give you some pussy, then nigga, you winning because you know ain't no other bitch going to choose you. You feel me? But if you're a yeah, handsome guy, yeah, if you're a handsome guy, you're doing your sit-ups. You know, you ain't got nappy hair on your stomach muscles or nappy hair on your chest muscles or the gold chain. You're not wearing no crazy-ass colors and shit. Then you pretty much going to meet another motherfucker any any given day of the week. So it's really going to come down to when you lay your head down on the pillow at night, are you winning? And that's what you got to make a decision. I can't make that decision for you. My job is to give you the information. It's up to you how you process it. I'm just going to put you in positions to see certain things, and then you got to decide which one you want. That's it. Yeah. See, because yeah, cause you're 27, man, you got to travel this great life, bro. I'm serious. I'm, I'm a yeah, chef, so, you know, my skill set lets me go really wherever yeah. the chef job at. Exactly. You know? And you could take that around the world. Really? You sure can, because you're only 27. You could take that around the world, dog. And you start cooking for bitches and coming out with the the duck and fly on. down I'm like, shit. Nigga, you come out the kitchen with the duck and the shit on fire, and you walk. <laughs> that to blow a motherfucker away, dog. So I just see Thanks. some great things, you know? And like I said, if you don't think that you're going to be, if you don't think that you can give it your 100% with her, then let her go and let her meet somebody else that can do that. Because what I'm seeing by what you're doing, your dreams just got bigger and you and you got hungrier. And to move through this world, you got to travel solo. I'm realizing that, man. That's a fact. Because I'll tell you, like I said, I just moved on to Charlotte. And one of the, a large part of the reason I went down there was my cousin, older cousin. 
he was, you know, he needed a little help. His roommate moved out. He said he was falling behind, but I didn't even know how far behind he had got. Mm-hmm. Now, we in a real fucked up situation. Now, we in a motel with two damn pit bulls and all sort of shit just because, you know, he kind of ain't got his shit together. So it's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those guys that's loyal to a fault. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I, I don't want to drop him and run even though we both fucked up, but I already know, like, sometimes you got to lighten the load to move a little quicker, and I don't think he realizes that yet, so. hmm Sometimes I feel like I'm stuck in a spot where I should, you know, stay down and stay loyal. you love. Be loyal to you, dog. You got to be loyal to you. You're 27. You should, you get, you guys shouldn't even be putting yourself in those situations anyway. You come at a woman when you completed your journey. When you're the master chef, you got a nice house, you got a nice car, you got a wallet, you got credit cards in the wallet that's not max, you got a driver's license, you understand? You got an insurance card, you got a, you, you, you're a member of a gym that you can work out. Sounds crazy? but it's important. You got car insurance. You know, you got places that you can take the young lady because you traveled. You've done certain things. When you meet a woman, you could turn her on to a certain life and show her things. These things are important. But when you're trying to get to those things and you got uh, a weight on you, you ain't going to get them all, bro. You know, you're 27. You know, you got, I told this to people one time, a long time ago, you have um, prisoners overseas fighting for freedom. Here you go trying to give your freedom up over here in America. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And there's nothing wrong. Don't get me wrong. See, we're all trained to think when we get out of high school, get the girl, have some pussy, I'm in love, and all this kind of stuff. But no one thinks about really getting serious to, oh, my girl having a baby. Oh, this happened. Oh, I fucked up. Duh. I got this girl pregnant, and I got this girl pregnant. But you ain't got nothing in the bank. You ain't got a car. You're on the bus. you calling your cousin to pick you up. Now, you're going to mess the girl's life up because she had a flat ass, her titties, her cleavage was showing that day. You guys was drinking, but you don't have nothing to offer. But if you go the other route, because you're going to think they're selfish, but if you go the other route and accomplish something and get it together and you meet a chick later, man, she's going to love you. You're going to love yourself. I hear you. You ain't even got $10,000 in the bank, yo. I don't. That's a fact. I don't. Yeah. I ain't even got one. Yeah. So why, why are you even trying to even put yourself in that position? I don't, I don't know, think that's man. I feel like sometimes I, I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with you, dog. Like I said, I've been watching high school. You know. I really That's all. I don't give a fuck. No, no, I don't give a fuck. Y'all came out the same room together. You ain't got 10000 in the bank. You can't do nothing with her. Now, I'm quite sure she's attractive. She probably can meet somebody that's doing something already, right? Let's just say that. Cool. 
You know, so you let her go. Like, you got to be strong enough to do that now. Some men can't do that. Just like if you left, like if you broke up with her and went on about your life, she might be hurt. But in actuality, you guys' lives might be 100% better. Nothing, it doesn't mean that y'all can't get back together somewhere down the line. You just got some dreams to fulfill. And to have your dreams to fulfill, you can't be thinking about no relationship. You can't be falling in love at 27. You're not going to count for nothing. Because every move you make, you got to think about her. Think about somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got this job in Paris. Damn. I can't go. She ain't down for that trip. Right. Because she got her life. Exactly. You know, so that's what I mean, fam. And you don't have a ring on a finger. You're not married. So you don't really owe owe each other anything. You just got to make good decisions for yourself to win. See, the difference in success for people, people who aren't successful, is to a certain extent you got to be slightly selfish to win. And then you have to execute on your decisions. See, the difference is people who are successful do what they say they're going to do. And people who aren't always make excuses or always say they're going to get to it. But when you say something and you come up with something, you've got to get it done. It's called accomplishment. So when you accomplish it, you now you can move on to the next step and whatever that is. But that's what you got to do, fam. There's no other way around it. Where's your father? Uh, he's down uh, Texas way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got not at all. Um, okay, it's not his fault. I'm, I'm gonna say, you know, he went through a lot of child support. Showed my mom, yeah. that mm-hmm. third. But on some level, I mean, because he lived in Brooklyn for a long time, I feel like he just wasn't doing enough. You know, the money is right. one thing, but the love is what I miss. Mm-hmm. You, drop, you know, you got to look out for this, son. You got to be able to do that. Right. I'm going to share share something with you. When you're a kid, you don't have a father. You're saying, damn, it wasn't about the money. I just wish my dad was just around. But if y'all had been together, you'd have been like, my fucking dad ain't got no money. I got to always sit on the stoop when he comes around here. I can't get no ice cream. My dad ain't never bought me a pair of motherfucking sneakers or nothing. So it's a catch-22. So people say it's not about the money, but it's always about the money. Because if your father getting paper, even if he ain't around, a nigga can send you on a trip. He could pay you through college. He can buy you a car. He may not have been a dad physically, but he's a dad. And another thing that people forget, too, when they try to put their fathers down, your father gave you something no other man in the world can give you. And that's the gift of life. He gave you the gift of life. And people don't think about that. They take that for granted. Your heart is beating because of your pops. You got a brain because of your pops. Yeah, he probably wasn't there to give you guidance and leadership. But after a certain age, you got to stop being Democrat and go Republican. You know, when you're Democrat, you're looking for a handout. You're making excuses. When you're Republican, nigga, you got your hands on your motherfucking head. 
And he talk about, yo, I'm gonna get this motherfucker. For, I'm not gonna let her. I'm not gonna let nothing hold me back. I'm gonna go get this motherfucker. And that's the only time in life I would tell a person to go Republican is to give you an example on how to achieve. And how to achieve, you gotta be Republican. You gotta like, I'm gonna go get this shit. I ain't gonna let nothing hold me the fuck back. And that's what you guys do. See, most people think Democrat because they want something. They want somebody else to give it to them. They want help. Yeah, yeah, they do, man. I'm realizing a lot of people, the places I find myself in is because I ride with people who don't know how to stand on their own enough and tough it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to get it. Now, you can't. Now, the thing is, you can't really make it unless somebody else helps you. But I could tell you this. If you grind Hard enough, the right person will see it and want to help you. It's a difference than asking and a difference of someone offering. Because when you're out there striving, trust me, somebody's noticing it, bro. And even if someone doesn't help you, you find the strength for how to do it on your own. You gotta find a shit to do it on your own. How close are you and your mom? Um, close. I want. I'm. I'm. I'm working on building a closer relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my dad wasn't around, so mom worked a lot. So I was really raised by grandma. You know. Okay. And my mother, mm-hmm. she cried, and she was there. You know, I mean, the grandma who was there on the day to day. My grandmother showed me how to tie a tie. She told me, you know, men walk on the outside. Yeah, like my grandmother did a whole lot. So that's really, you know, I call my grandmama. Right, okay. Like me and my mother and myself, we're not brother and sister. No, we never had that type of relationship. But she was more disciplinarian provider. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She ain't never had no whole bunch of money or men around or nothing like that. It was just she had to work to make sure I was good. So right. I respected that and loved it for them, you know. And that's the curse of having a relationship too young. See, it was a curse for your dad. It was a curse for your mom because they didn't follow the blueprint. Mm, I see the blueprint if your mom would have said, fuck that nigga and went out and got what she wanted in life. She could offer her child something a little better. If your father was like, you know what, I'm not going to put my dick in her. Let me go get my shit right first. So that when I do have a kid, I can give him the jewels and the gossip that he needs. But because they had kids young, it, it, it ran your father off because, no disrespect to your mom, your mom probably was just a jump off. There was no real relationship. So your father didn't stay. She was just a quick piece of ass or how long he fucked her and then that he was gone. Then your mom, not achieving her goals, she could have been a, just chasing, think, thought he had money because he probably was a great liar. He probably was a great manipulator. She fucked him, realized he ain't shit. And now she mad because, nigga, you tricked me. I'm taking your ass to court for child support. And he didn't have it. And he bounced. I'm not saying these are the facts. I'm just like throwing different types of scenarios out because we just don't know. But if motherfuckers would have 
listen to what I'm talking about and get yours first, it prevents these type of things that me and you are talking about. It prevents a child from having to go with what you're telling me right now because the parents did the right thing first before they had babies. I get you. I completely understand, man. I, I can see exact. I, I see exactly what you're saying. I can mm-hmm. see myself being in their shoes if I went down that road. So this is what happens if you date that girl from Brooklyn. Because now if you get her pregnant, because you're 27, you dick get hard, you chase an ass, you want to dick suck, you want to fuck some titties, shit. And one night, the wrong thing happened. Now, your, your chef dream can't really be the dream anymore. Now you got to go get another job because it ain't about you now. It's about you and her. Then time flies by, you realize she ain't bringing that to the table. You're tired of fucking her. The kid is sick. The kid's crying all the time. Your money ain't right because now you're worried about two people to feed. And you're young. You're 31 years old. You're young. And you're like, damn, what do I do? What do I do? But if you listen to what I'm telling you, it's only you if you go that route until you get it right. And that's what I mean. I want you to get it right before you start talking about girl. Mm-hmm. True, yo. True, just look around. You know, look at the facts. Look at your bank account. Look at you staying with your cousin. Just all these things. Look at the examples of your mom and your dad, that if you don't do what I'm telling you, your son could be saying this one day about you. That's a fact, man. Your son was saying the same thing. Yeah, my dad, he, my mom, set him up for child support. He couldn't handle it. So he's a good dude. He's trying to be a chef. And he couldn't get his dream. He sat me down one day and he explained to me that that's what he wanted to do. And he just couldn't do it. So I'm out here fending for myself, trying to get it right. And here I am on the phone with another nigga named AK 20 years from now. <laughs> yeah, it can't have that. It can't have that. So that's my thing, though. I guess it's time for me to man up then. That's my find the strength mm-hmm. to do what I, I just got to man up and find the strength to do what I got to do and take care of that. Because it's going to be hard. I ain't going to lie. Right. That, I think, you know. She's a good one right now, but I think if honestly, if we both focused on ourselves for the next couple, we'd be even better if we met down the road, you know? Yep, you'll be even better. And believe me when I tell you this, man, so much pressure is going to alleviate off your chest. You're going to be like, wow, I didn't know I could feel like this. But now here's the catch now. If you do this, don't go meet another bitch in Charlotte. And have a baby. And oh, do the no, same no. thing he's going to do with the girl in Brooklyn. Because then you fuck up. you got to be disciplined from 
here out from this moment on, you got to be disciplined on your dick game, condom, whatever, or um, come on a bitch back or something, or come in a mouth, whatever. Just don't come in a dog. Don't put your life in another woman's hands for her to control you for the rest of your life. Don't do it. You know, when guys get down and lay down with these women, they don't think about when you come at her, this girl that you really, really, really don't know until your back is against the wall is going to control you for the rest of your life. Some people say it's 18, but no, nah, she has your soul. And she has your, has your child. And if it doesn't work out, this woman will talk bad about you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of your life. And I don't want that for you, family. I want you to win. I want you to become a chef one day and think about me and like y'all had a conversation with T.K. Kirkland and boom, I ain't turned back. And like I said, I'll put so many people on in life and people listen to me way back when I was in college, in high school. So I know what I'm talking about. I was like, I got a track record. And what you're doing not bad. I'm glad that you made the decision before you made. I'm glad you called me and got in touch with me before you made the decision. But when I think about it, it's really the right thing to do. It's really, it's really take this. Yeah, it's really best to take this path by yourself. I was. It's almost like I knew it. It's just. It seems like the, the hardest thing to do. Yeah, so it's just like, you got to do it. Yeah, because think about it, you know, it's hard. But imagine you got the girl pregnant, you brought her down there, and you're struggling. Yeah. Think about how hard that yeah. is. Your mattress, yeah. your bed is on the floor. You ain't got a, you ain't got a frame. Yeah. You just got juice and peanut butter in the motherfucking refrigerator. She can't get her hair done. She can't get tampons. She can't get her nails done. All her girlfriends going to Miami or they're going to a basketball game. Or her girlfriend is picking her up in a nice car, a co-worker. Or she comes down there and she meets a girlfriend and her, her man got a nice whip, nice bins or truck. And now she's meeting different people. And you looking like, damn, bitch, you wouldn't even been down here if it wasn't for fucking me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. many scenarios. Yo, it's so many scenarios to this shit. Man. It's like, I see so many different scenarios on how this can go. Because, so you don't think about it. She can win, too. You bring her down there, she can meet another nigga. Yeah. Because you ain't really winning. Yeah. Goddamn right. And that'd be some shit. She can meet another dude, yo. She can meet another dude. Just on some humbug shit. And you're like, what the fuck? Now, she done went on and met, met a nigga from the Charlotte Panthers, and now she's going to the games and shit. Nigga. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> see, people don't think about that. They go, see, we're thinking about you. But we're not thinking about the scenarios, the patterns of how things can go so many different ways. 
But if you scratch all that off and just think of you, all you got to worry about for the rest of your life until you get it together is you. You bring her, you can have an argument, you can start fighting. But if you tell her that she'll respect you for the rest of your life, hey, baby, listen, I've been doing some soul searching. I've been thinking, and I just want us to win and all of us to win. I think you should go your way and fulfill your dream. I'm going to go my way to fulfill my dream. But I want to stay in touch because I want to inspire you to win, just like I want you to inspire me to win. I said, you may not see it now. You may not see it. You may not even understand what I'm talking to you about, but you have to trust on this one because I, you know, I, I did some socials. I spoke to the right people to make this type of decision, and I want you just tell her I want you to win, and I want you to win in order for me to make this happen. I got to let you be on your own to thrive. But, baby, don't be out here trying to meet different niggas. You really got to get focused on your shit and stay focused. And explain to you might have to get some dick every now and then. You might have to get some pussy here and then you're human. You know, you're human. So you want to get your, your balls licking someone to suck your dick. You know, you deserve it. But at the same time, don't make. And I'm just keeping real. You don't want to be. You don't want to be married. You don't want to have no children. Nah, not yet. Nah, not, not yet. You know. And here's the thing: you may not never get a hundred thousand in the bank. You may not never get fifty thousand in the bank. But if you work and save something, at least have over at least eight, nine grand in the bank before you get a girlfriend. And the reason I want you to have that. Is because I want you, it's called padding. Say so you get a girl, she got a nice job, and let's say you got your whip and you get a car accident. So your, your rent is due, your rent is due at that time, your car note is due at that time. The reason I need you to have this extra money, because if you spend on these other things, right, you're not hurting. Mm-hmm. It's not making you uncomfortable. That's why I want you to have the extra money because things do happen in life. And you've got to have that first. You know, people don't think about the, oh, shit, my car was in a car accident. Oh, shit, I got to pay car insurance. Oh, shit, my son broke his leg and I don't have um, insurance. So I got to come out of my pocket or I got to pay my insurance for my son. And I ain't got that. You don't need all that shit at 27, fam. You don't, you don't need all that. I got one more question for you, TK. Mm-hmm. Oh, the girl, right? Right. Um, her sister's getting married next month. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to, not necessarily be in a wedding, but be her date or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, so how, how does that play? Should I try to hold those after that, or? Hmm. But what I've learned in life, fam, end it as soon as possible. Don't even go. And I'm going to tell you why. Here go another scenario. The other scenario is you're at the wedding. Yeah, everybody's having a good time. You're having fun. You're drinking. You're having a good time. 
and you go to the hotel room or place and you start fucking. And the same shit we talking about, bam, that day you got caught. On that day, you know, some drug dealers, they've been drug dealers, they say, yo, I'm just going to do one more run and I'm going to retire, that's it. But when they go on that run, that's they when run. they get killed or they go to prison. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is like your last run. So I'm saying don't go, dog. And that shit. Maybe when she go there, she can meet another nigga. Maybe the guy that she can really meet is there. True. You understand? Mm-hmm. Blocking her blessings, faking. Right. That's my point, yo. That's my point. And that's that's called being a big man. It's just, that's called being huge, bro. That's like what we're talking about. Most niggas can't handle because most niggas are selfish. Most niggas want to keep the bitch and hold her, knowing damn well he can't do nothing with her. So he's going to destroy her life. And keep her, knowing damn well he can't do nothing with it. Like a lot of people buy a car every motherfucking day. But the car get repoed in three days because they can't keep the car. Mm-hmm. So don't hold on to her because you think it's the right thing to do. You got to be man enough to let her go. Like, you know what? I ain't got my shit right yet, and she could probably meet someone, and I want the best for her. And here's the great thing. You, it can happen for you, too. You can go out and just say, you fuck around and meet a girl, it's a motherfucking multi-millionaire. It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens, dog. Trust me. It happens. Or you might find a girl that want to put you on. You know, and with this chef shit you got going, oh, nigga, you got opportunities you don't even see yet. That's why you got to work out. You got to take care of yourself. You got to know if you got teeth or no teeth, or you got a tooth missing, get tooth fixed. You got to get your I just teeth. this job I just got. I just got my insurance. Once I get some, but that's the first thing I'm doing. I mean, my teeth is okay, but shit, they could be nicer. Right, you see you know that, I mean? smi- that smile is everything, fam. A girl, a woman looks at a man's smile if she knows about the quality of a man. So what I'm saying is if you know these little things about you, those are things that you work on, you stay in the gym. Even you got to do sit-ups in your house in the morning, push-ups in your house every motherfucking day to keep your body right and go for walks so you can meditate with the earth and walk and think and let the sun hit you and understand how you, you're getting in sync with the world because you're trying to win. This shit might sound corny to average nigga. And I'm a street nigga, dog, who happened to get a master's degree, who happened to go, who actually did his thing and really working on so many other things I haven't even dropped in the world yet. But I know what I'm talking about, family. If you listen yeah, to all my shows, I know oh, what I'm talking about. Since tax, I'm going to tell you, I've been listening to you since tax, man. And just on tax, so you got so many jewels that shit, I fucking live and by. I'm kind of so. sad. And when you bring up tax, I'm kind of sad, right? Because Charlemagne, tax, and everybody was like, TK, do your podcast, do your podcast. And I kept saying, no. 
I kept saying, no, because my schedule was so busy. I had time for that shit. Matter of fact, I didn't know what the damn podcast was. I kept saying, yo, these niggas want me to do an iPod. They want me to do an iPod. <laughs> <laughs> and niggas like, what's the iPod? Oh, shit, it's a podcast. Because I truly feel I could have prevented tax from that shooting. Yeah, see, man. because I, I wasn't really in. See, Tax was a fan of mine, right? And I loved him when we when we chopped it up. But I didn't listen to his show. Oh, and see, okay. see, I never listened to his show. I never saw what direction he was going. And if I just saw the direction he was going, especially when he's talking about Troy Ave, I'd have yeah, told him to stop that shit. I'd have told him to open that fucking situation. Exactly. I would have told him, yo, you got to end that shit because I didn't know Tax was hating on Troy Ave. I didn't know that. And yeah, I would have told him, yeah. because like you see, you can hear on the show the nigga listen to me. Mm-hmm. The nigga love me like a big brother. But I didn't follow his work. I wasn't even following the podcast shit. I didn't really care about that. Because no disrespect, it was just not on my radar. I really didn't give a yeah. fuck about it. But if I would have started when I was supposed to, well, well, I started when God told me to, but if I'd have hopped on it a long time ago and me and Tax would have chopped it up more, I guarantee on everything I love, that wouldn't have happened. I know that I guarantee happened, it. Man. That was a guarantee. No matter how you cut it, man. Because he listened to me. I swear to God, that nigga listened to me. And I didn't know that shit was going on. That's so crazy. I didn't know he had that, that beef to someone. See, here's the thing in life about hating. See, we live, you guys in your generation is so sensitive about certain things because, like you said, your father wasn't around to give you the jewels, right? And then your mom had to work all the time. So you out here spending for yourself, but you had your grandma who could only do so much. Exactly. So when I see what's going on, see, I didn't know this many people was fucked up in the world because I was in my yeah, own man. bubble. See, I was in my own bubble because I came out as a hustler. I, I did all the crazy shit, but then when I turned the corner on success, when I turned the corner of being more mature, when I turned the corner to fight every negative situation that came my way to avoid it, I just became sheltered. Big house, traveling world, doing right by my kids. I wasn't really concerned about everybody else. So when people hit me on my DM and I see these stories, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm going to put a book out in January. January, I'm dropping my first book, and I'm calling it Who Raised You? The Blueprint to Life. And I swear to a lot of people, man. Exactly. I'm calling it The Blueprint to Life because I'm going to keep it. Like I'm talking to you, I'm going to tell the facts about what people sugarcoat how people don't explain to people like yourself how to really, how you really got to move in life. Life is about you. Not no female, not no child. It's about you. You have to obtain this gift and achieve things first. 
And once you achieve, then you can share. But I don't mean you have to achieve and start sharing. You have to achieve and share because your foundation won't get shook. And then as you go through life, you meet different people here and there. Your mindset starts to change but what type of women you want to fuck with down the line. Ten years from now, you're going to be like, I can't believe I wanted to fuck with that type of girl. I'm telling you. Ten years ago, like, man, I can't believe that. Because your taste changes. So when people get married young, to me, they're stuck in time because you didn't grow. You didn't travel the world. You didn't explore. You got to explore. My daughter, who is 13, one of the smartest women I know. She got common sense. She knows that if she got pregnant at 16, she get an abortion. But my job is to prevent that she don't get pregnant. But she knows about traveling. She, she, she snowboards. She rides horses. Like, that means a lot of men. Major. Like, I met women in my lifetime. Yeah, I, I met women in my lifetime that never even been to the airport. I know bitches that can't even swim. He's 30-something, 40-something years old and can't swim? I know women that can't even have, that can't even climax when they have sex. No nigga took the time to teach them how to come. No nigga never took the time to teach them time like, baby, you got to stay focused and you got to win. Fuck these dudes. Get yours first. Go live your dreams. Everybody, we come out the hood, we want a girl, we want a car, we want babies, but nobody want to build nothing. So when you have a baby at your age, Doug, and your money ain't right, you have built a grave 17 feet mm-hmm. deep, 18, eight, 18 feet deep, because it's going to take you 18 to 30 years to, to get out of it. And the opportunities are not great no more like it used to be. And they wasn't even great back then. They're even worse now. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take that many years to get out. Now, have you got a girl who didn't get the proper skills in life, meaning education, a trade, or something? Now, it's even worse. If she wasn't raised to think and to be creative, and to have more than one job and do this, you fucked. I'm telling you, you fucked. But if you go and you listen to what I'm telling you, don't go to that wedding. Don't don't go. Don't motherfucking go. (laughs) Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay focused. And I promise you everything, you will get what you want. I promise you that. You will get what you want. And here's the thing. Now, I got to teach you. I got to share something else with you, Father. You say, oh, some days you're going to be lonely. Some days you're going to be like, fuck, I should have just, I should have never broke up with her because I love her so much. I want you, when that comes, I want you like, TK told me this was going to happen. 
So that's when you got to listen to some music. You got to get out of the house and go jog or go run real hard to to get off that feeling. Because it's going to have you human. You're not a robot. Yeah. But that's how you create your discipline. And then you got to get your business cards. You got to get business cards with your name and your chef and start giving that shit out. And you have certain parties and you have certain events. Yeah, As a matter of fact, my boy on um, the radio down there, um, hold on. He got the name like, um, oh my God, give me a second. I've been traveling so much. Um, Was it Larry? Larry what? Oh, I can't remember his last name. I'm still trying to figure out the face. He got but, the um, name similar to Master P in him, down in Orleans. Miller or Percy Miller? Or? No, is that the first um, name? Was um, um, Master P used to go with this do this thing that no limit? No oh, limit, no limit, Larry. No limit, no limit Larry. Larry. My, no limit, Larry is my nigga. Hold on a second. I'm going to call him right now, and I want y'all two to meet, and he's going to help you get a job with organizations and people down there that you can have this opportunity to become a better chef. Now, you in school to be a chef, right? I already finished school. I went to school 2009 to 2011. So you got your license? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you really don't need a license for any sort of certifications or anything like that. I'm, I'm good. You got all that. I'm going to call him right now so he can hook you up with the guys from the shops so you can start cooking for them. And that'll be your way in, and you start moving from there. Hold on a second. Let me call him. Hold on. Hello? What's up, Larry? No What's up, Larry sir? in the building. What up, Big Herman? I need you to do me a favor. What you need, bro? You know I got this podcast around the world that's doing extremely well. And okay, I think I... Yeah, the T.K. Kirkland Show. So listen, there's a gentleman that moved from Brooklyn. He lives in your city now, and he's a chef, Right. Mm-hmm. And I want to introduce you guys because I want, if you can, to bring him on your radio show so okay. that we can give him an opportunity to explore life that he could tell people about himself. Because this is what I did for him, No Limit. He, his money ain't right. He's down in Charlotte. He moved to get in the, to be independent and try to mm-hmm. do his career. But you know how these young niggas, they want to be in love. He's going to put a girl down from Brooklyn to live with him. I said, yo, you ain't even got 10000 in the bank. He said, T.K., I ain't got 1000 in the bank. I said, you got to let that bitch go. Is you out your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is you fucking crazy? So I was teaching him that it sounds crazy, but it's going to be the greatest thing he ever did as a man to let her go on her own to better her life. She has to focus on her life. He has to focus on his life until he has something to offer any woman. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. You know, now I got him on the phone. Tell him your name, fam. Uh, my name's Anthony, Larry. What's up, big guy? Now, No Limit Larry, let me tell you about No Limit Larry. No Limit Larry is a success story that people don't know about, dog. 
No Limit Larry came into Charlotte, North Carolina, and was an intern at a radio station where he was a peon. Listen to what I'm telling you. This nigga would bring coffee and donuts and just had the most million-dollar smile that you knew one day he was going to achieve. I know since he was a baby, this motherfucker is running Charlotte. He is. That's a fact, man. I used to give him speeches. I used to, I used to motivate him back in the day. Yep. Motivate him, put him up on game about life and how to move. He had one little mistake, but we ain't got to talk about that, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just had one little motherfucker mistake that he, he even kept from me. He kept from me. <laughs> but, but because of his knowledge and because he's such a nice guy, it all worked out for him. Yep. And that's where his where his blessings came. But he such and see he picked up the phone to talk because he got respect for me. I got respect for him. But as we get older, we want young men like you and young women like you to win at life because we don't have no. We are basically you, you guys GPS, and this is what you guys need to achieve in this world because it's crazy out there for y'all. Y'all just that's doing all kind of shit. With no structure, without thinking about consequences and shit. You're just out there just bullshitting. And life is so beautiful. No limit. What island was you on not too long ago, Larry? I saw you on something with some pink fucking sand. <laughs> Dominican. Dominican. <laughs> yeah, fucking, motherfucking mermaids coming out of the ocean bringing, <laughs> bringing you tropical juices and shit. <laughs> this is what we want for you, Anthony. This is what we want for young men around the world before they start having babies. Dominican Republic, Turks and Caicos, nigga. No. Fuck no. Miami. We ain't yeah. talking about Miami. <laughs> nigga can drive to Miami. Right. Yeah, he can Yeah, nigga get on the Greyhound and get the motherfucking Miami. Yeah. But, Larry, what I told him was to let the girl go before you fuck around and have a child. And then he's built his own grade. Then you're going to have more responsibility than just you and her. You, her, and the kid. And the kids got to eat before you do. That's right. That's right. So, No Limit, I'm going to give him your number. I'll call you during the week, and you guys set something up. And I really appreciate you for being a solid dude always, Larry. You know, I love you forever. Yes, sir. Matter of fact, I love you to my eyes closed forever. How about that? (laughs) <laughs> Appreciate it, bitch. Love you, family. Talk to you soon, okay? All right, Simon. Okay, take care. Hold on, Aaron. All right. Yo. 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 So we can really take care of this, fam. So that's not a problem. And TK, I appreciate you, man. And yeah, I mean, you know, in thirty-two seconds, you didn't did more than a lot of motherfuckers who I know to my whole twenty-seven. You're welcome, fam. At least I can do. You know, like I said, um, I tell the truth. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's offensive. But when you sit down and you really think about it, I kept it one hundred. Yeah, and that's what I, I I don't know no other way to be. You know, so I keep 100 because I want people to win. I, want, I need you to win. 
And I've just been so blessed. You know how Jay-Z used to say he made more millionaires than the lottery? Mm-hmm. Oh, I made more yeah. millionaires than the lottery because what people don't know, too, even Jay-Z is under my wing. Mm-hmm. When I was okay. 35 years old, I gave Jay-Z $1,500 at my birthday party. Mm, okay. Sure it is. $1,500. And, and the nigga was late to my show and to my party. And him and Damon danced. And I didn't want them niggas to go on because they was late. And I, my man convinced me to let them go up. The niggas went up. We have been friends ever since. That's crazy. No, true story, fam. That's crazy. True story. So I'm going to hit you back in a minute. I'm going to talk to the fans real quick. Listen, everybody around the world, from Tokyo to Great Britain to motherfucking Russia to the streets of Miami to the streets of Oakland. This is T to the motherfucking K. You know how we do it on the T.K. Kirkland show. We do it one week at a time, one person at a time. And this is the way we move in life. We have to give back to help people as much as we can without sounding spiritual, without sounding too churchy or anything like that, because that's not the way we move, even though God has a lot to do with all this type of shit. And that's what it is. So um, if you've got a situation, hit me on the gram at TK underscore Kirkland. It's the best we could do. And when God gives me the time to sit down and, Looked at my um, DMs, and, and I try to hit everybody back. I promise you I do. But I've just been blessed with so many things, trying to be a great father myself, working now, trying to stay smooth and successful in my own right, you know. I take the time out to do things like this. So, fam, you know, I love you. Really, really think about what I told you because it's a choice between success and failure. And now my man going to have you on his show? Man. You about to be on the No Limit Larry show, dog. Everybody listen to that shit down there, man. Everybody. You about to be on this show. I don't know what else to tell you. Shit, ain't nothing you can say, man. That right there, you put me in a position to win for real. I just got to take it alone with it, man. May your pain be champagne, family. Make sure everything you move from this moment on and you talk, you make sure you say T.K. Kirkland, better known as T to the motherfucking K, is the truth. That's all I ask. All day. All day. I'll send you that number. Make sure you give them a call on Monday between business hours. Um, text them today. Text them when we hang up and say, you know, just... Um, um, this is um, TK's boy. I hit you between Monday and Friday out of respect. Because it's the weekend. Okay. And he took my call. And I appreciate it. All right. I'll send that to you in a few minutes. All right, TK. Appreciate it, man. You welcome, family. Talk to you soon. All right. One. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.